So you're a huge fan of Atlanta United. And you want Dave to give you the latest insights to our tactics. Pineda, five in the back, are you kidding me? Or maybe you can't effing believe we signed Don Dwyer and you want to hear Mikey Dobbs rant about it. Well, you've come to the right place. I'm David Katz. And I'm Mike Dobbs. And this is the the ATL on Fire podcast. For another episode, it's only a couple couple days later, and we're at uh, Elliott Street Pub here, coming to you live, right? Or <laughs> remote? Can you believe that? I know I can't. And uh, yeah, we pulled it off. Let's see if this little power generator gives us enough power to, to keep going. And these kids uh, with the soccer ball take down the equipment. It could get exciting. Do you want to show the live audience what oh, the yeah. tailgate we're looks like? We got the tailgate <laughs> rocking. For those here. of you who are just on the podcast, we got cameras going of us and on the t- on the tailgate, so you can see the people and come on by. Absolutely, and um, we've got Sporting KC today, right? Correct. Um, and sticking to the theme of the podcast, we're drinking some red wine here. Correct. Thank you for Cheers. bringing. What do the, we have? You got the bottle it's over there. It's a Barolo. It's an Italian um, Covali. Mm. It's real nice. Even in the parking lot, dear podcast listeners, we're mm. drinking delicious red wine. Classy. Come on. <laughs> you stay classy, Atlanta. So um, in our last podcast, we talked about today being a tough day for Atlanta United because we obviously are not at our 100% squad and we're facing a team that has an identity and, and a coach that uh, has established kind of a system over 14 years. Right. Yeah. So tough ass today. Um, and I don't know if you watch any of the MLS opener games over the weekend. Uh, Caught some of the highlights, some really nice goals. Vela in, uh, LAFC is coming strong with a hat trick. Hat trick opening day. And and they, you know, they were playing, you know, according to the power rankings, Colorado was supposed to be good. Now, if you listen to the first episode of the podcast, we were a little doubtful of that. And I think (laughs) LAFC (laughs) may have, may have proven us correct. And there was also a New England-Portland uh, game yesterday that I caught at least the first half of that. Both teams look like they're kind of coming out of the gates pretty strong in terms of just looking somewhat polished. Uh, not, not a big surprise with uh, a Bruce Arena coach team with, with uh, the Revolution looking like they're going to be in the uh, running for this Sporter Shield again. Yeah, 2-2 draw, really um, uh, terrific opening game. I mean, two good teams, probably a fair result, right? Agreed. Um, so what do you think about today? So we talked about the starting lineup. Has anything changed in your mind in terms of who we're going to start today? And what so, of be? course, we still don't have any information, you know, um, since ever since. So when Heinze was in charge, we got the, uh, the starting lineup tweeted very early. So we might have had it already. We're coming to you at one o'clock. We're two hours before kickoff. Um, but ever since Pineda's been in charge, they don't tweet the starting lineup until close to 30 minutes before. So we don't know. We're sitting here. We don't know the starting lineup. Um, but I actually think, you know, I'm going to make some predictions. I think that Moreno um, and Lennon, the two guys who are not, you know, out due to visa or <laughs> green card kind of issues, um, I think that both of them are going to make it. Um and so, uh, you know, because I think what they've been doing is just bringing them along, you know, slowly, 
um, and maybe they're going to be in the starting lineup. Um, if that's the case, um, this is what I'm really interested to see today. I had an idea, right? So we've been talking about, you know, Hernandez is maybe the much better defensive right back. And I think, right. you know, Lennon is a much more attacking player, serving balls, right? I'm wondering if you might see both today. Yeah. We see Hernandez playing behind Lennon might be a really interesting combination. And that would allow you to play Araujo out on the left where he's naturally um, not an inverted winger. And so no Jake Mulraney, you're saying? Mulraney's out. Um, okay. <laughs> he's injured too. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Okay, so then then yes. I, I, I don't know what else you would shift to to have a, a little bit more of an attack on the... On the you know the the support of Moreno and and Araujo, of course we've got Joseto that's going to be you know pushing up as well, and and we don't think Moreno is going to be available today, correct? Well, I'm that's what I'm saying. I think that Moreno makes it. Okay. Um, I think they're being been cautious with him all along, and he's ready to go for opening day. Now I, we don't have any. It's so frustrating. We really don't have any true insider information. They won't share anything, so we don't know. And and by all accounts, like you don't want a player who hasn't played any preseason games, like Lennon or Moreno, in the starting lineup. But but do we have a choice? Yeah, I I agree. And the the other question um, is. Franco should not be able to play, right? He got a red card at the end of the LA. He's, he's out for sure. He's out for sure. Okay. Yeah, he cannot play no matter what. So that means we're going to see George Campbell then. George Campbell, yeah, and uh, Robinson are going to be the back two. It's very clear that Gutman's going to be the left back. Um, you know, I, I'm almost for sure you're going to see Osvaldo um, at the defensive mid, probably along with Jose too. Um, the, obviously, Araujo and, and Martinez definitely in the starting lineup. The other the question is, who are the other two? Yeah. Um, if not, if Moreno's not available, which is very possible, then I think you're probably going to see Wolf. Could you imagine starting on opening day with I, Tyler Wolf? I'd, we talked about that last night uh, over some Coronas, and I think we will see Wolf, who's only 19 years old. Um, that's a lot to ask of him on opening day, but. Uh, might be what, what we we are forced to do. Yeah, it's it's a bit crazy. It's a bit crazy, you know, with all the absentees that we have, and it's a That's bit crazy that we don't know. Um, we don't know, you know. It seems like you know we should know whether or not Lennon and Moreno are injured or whether they're really available. Yeah. Now we got an awesome tailgate. I think the crew is making some tacos here, <laughs> Latino style, watching the Caribou Cup which is uh, Liverpool-Chelsea, right? And, right. And if you're a betting person, you would bet Christian Pulisic with all the trophies he's won in the last year. Yeah, Pulisic is finally uh, doing his thing, right? And, uh, um, yeah, um, obviously, you know, English Premier League football in the parking lot here, right? <laughs> um, I think as far as I know, it's still 0-0. There was a goal, but it was maybe called back. Yeah, I don't know. No, no uh, Lukaku, obviously, which is... Uh, a lot of the talk in that game who hasn't been in form. But um, speaking of strikers, who we're up against today, right, is um, Johnny Russell, right? He's he's put in a couple on Atlanta United in the past and is a, a pretty good threat. What, uh, what can you expect of our competition today? Well, you know, they're just a solid team, right? They just play team football. They don't get too exposed. They don't, you know... 
they don't do anything real special either, right? You know, they don't score a lot of goals. They don't give up a lot of goals. They're just a solid team. They tend to, you know, in general, score two goals a game. They tend to, in general, give up one goal a game. Um, but this is a problem for us. On op- Normally, you'd say, okay, look, here at the Benz, um, you know, they're going to have a hard time scoring against our back four. And then you just let um, the new term, right? Have you heard this? Mama. No. Right? Oh, no, that's Instead the one. Instead of bam, we now have mama. Yeah, it was, was going to be mamba for a while. I don't know, but yeah, it's mama. Now it's mama, right? So this is uh, Moreno. Araujo, Martinez. And, and Almeida. Almeida. Mm-hmm. So that was our attacking quartet, although today we only have ma. <laughs> yo, yo, ma. For now, what, what formation does uh, Kansas City typically play? They have been playing a 4-3-3. Okay. Um, Ever since, you know, Vermes was born, <laughs> basically. They don't do anything. They don't change tactically. They don't. I mean, this is what they know who they are, right? Um, and um, they don't change anything. Um, so um, I was just checking the Twitters to see whether or not they might have released the starting lineup yet. Still no lineup. Still no lineup. Yeah, they, they were slower and slower to release the lineups, I felt, towards the end of last year as well. Um yeah, I think under Pineda, for whatever reason, he doesn't like to do it early, um, and that's very different. Um, so, so Dave, what else you got? What else do we want to talk about leading into uh, the? Th- is it three o'clock kick, or is it slightly after? <laughs> you know, this is another thing, right? You know, so it's it's scheduled three o'clock, but you know, um, you have to go to the depths of the internet to find mm. out whether it's really three eleven and thirty five seconds or whatever. Yeah, um, I will say I wanted to bring this up. So for those of you who are uh, on the YouTube, you can probably see this. Um, for those of you who are um, just on the podcast, I'm holding up a bracelet um, that they sent this year to all of the supporters who had season tickets since the inaugural season. So they give out, you know, little tchotchkes every year. Um, <laughs> this is a, uh, a rubber bracelet. And I originally thought it had some, you know, signaling or whatever. I don't think it does. It literally just has a QR code. But the interesting thing, this QR code, um, when you search it, right, what it comes up with is the chance from the supporter section. So have you seen this? No. Let me show you. Um, Something like we got chance here. Look at this. So chance like this, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to get into the stadium again. How about you? And hear some of this. Absolutely. I love the sounds of Mercedes-Benz. And uh, that's happening live here in about, what, two hours? Two hours, people. All right. Woo! Love it. Yeah, so so this here is actually the chance. Um, yeah, and there's, you know... I've looked through them carefully, you know, and um, <laughs> there's a good and a bad. Do you want to hear the good first or the bad? I like the bad first. Okay, so the bad is, as we've been talking about, none of these are for any player. Oh, right? no player chance, of course. Right? I mean, can we please, please, we're going to beg you one more time out there. Can we please have a chance? You know, I can understand maybe not yet having a chance for Almada. We don't really know what he does yet, you know, so maybe we got to wait a second. But... How could we not have a chant really for Martinez? I mean, no, there's a little one, you know, Joseph, Joseph Martinez. But, like, let's have one that actually has some lyrics about what Joseph does for us. Well, how does Miles Robinson not have one? I don't get – I mean, come on. That's – Or Guzan. An easy name, Guzan. Yeah, so those are two that should just be checked off quickly. So these are all general – 
you know, they have the uh, We Are The A from way down south. Yeah, and that's the only original here. one. Yeah, that was apparently invented on opening day. Right behind us, we have a picture of opening day um, over at Georgia Tech at Bobby Dodd. And apparently that was invented by some supporters in the tunnel underneath I-85 walking to the Love stadium. It. We need more of that kind of organic, you know, creativity. Doesn't need to be anything special, just a little bit of a... Uh you know, ABC. We can figure it out. Right. Um, do you think we're going to have a, another game anytime soon at Bobby Dodd as a little retro throwback? I don't think so. I mean, you know, it's Arthur's stadium and it's Arthur's yeah. team and we're going to be, be here. And, you know, uh, this is good. You know, when they've had um, U.S. Open Cup, they've looked to move it around a little bit. Um, you know, I think, you know, where the Atlanta United 2s play up in Kennesaw yeah. um, might be the, the alternate for that. Um but so um, anything new in the stadium this year? Anything new with uh, the the setup and in 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 what the fans can expect? Or same old, same old. You know, I was looking this morning to see you know whether or not even this game is going to be sold out, right? So it's open to the full capacity, right? You know, which is the seventy-two thousand. And my feeling is that it's it's close but not necessarily sold out. The question is whether it'll sell out, you know, with last-minute walk-ups, et cetera. I heard um, Charlotte's going to try to finally close our record on the, the largest attendance. you think that's going to happen? No. You don't think so? <laughs> Unfortunately, they probably will cook the books and make sure that that happens. Right? Yeah, they're going to have 5,000 and call it 500,000. They want their headline to be <laughs> 75,000 at the... I, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, surely their stadium holds that, right? But the question is, do you really think, you know, maybe if they have a one-off novelty, you know, they can get there, right, yeah. for the new team. But, um, you know, does that really count if they can't do it, like, regularly or more than once? Oh, MLS will <laughs> count it, that's for sure. They want their headline and they'll get it. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they looked poor in the opening day. And, uh, and sadly, um, our, our Alec Khan. Oh, uh, man, 5 nothing, right? Not only 5 nothing, but add, you know, insult to injury, right? He gives up an own goal in the 90th minute. The fifth goal was an own goal off of Alec Khan, Ugh. right? So, um Tough luck, Alec. Um, yeah. It's not your fault. You're playing Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it wasn't the goalkeeper before. It was maybe the defense and oof. Yeah, maybe they were blaming too much the goalkeeper. But, um, yeah, I, it, it didn't seem like um, it was much his fault. But um, it's a tough opening day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think we can get some interviews with with people here in the tailgate? Uh, if the audio cooperates, we could uh, we could ask Quentin to throw on the headphones here. He's he's nearby you. Quentin, Quentin, will you join us for a little bit of a? I can't. Let me get cleaned up. A little bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Sullivan, hop on the mic there. Put on the headphones. We're gonna we're gonna ask you a few ATL on fire trivia questions just uh, to make sure you're sharp. ATL on fire trivia here in the parking lot. Let's go. <laughs> Can you uh, give that mic a test there? I don't know. Oh, Yo, no, you got to turn it go. up. Got, now turn give it. it a go. Oh, you sound beautiful. All right. Um, all right. So, Kevin, how many teams are in the MLS this year? 
right there next to that shop. 30. Thirty-four is the, or sorry, twenty-eight is the correct answer. I almost said twenty-eight. Twenty-eight is the correct. You're almost answer. there. Yeah, I heard an interview with uh, Garber the other day, and he was saying that they think they can get to thirty-two. They're going to get to thirty, yeah, uh, and thirty-two. They have already. Um, so St. Louis is on tap, right? They've okay. already been tapped as a new team, right? Yeah. Um, I know that Indianapolis was really mad that they didn't get a team because of, and then Charlotte swooped in and right grabbed one of the franchises. How do you feel about Charlotte? You know, they're trying to, to claim that they're our new rival, right? So originally our rival was Orlando, which is not really that close. And then they tried then to shift it to Nashville, right? Nashville is then our rival and then Charlotte is now our rival. But so for you as a supporter, who's our rival? Well, I would say it was Nashville, but didn't they move Nashville to the West now? They are in the Western Conference, so, so can they in. be can they be our our rival if they're not in our conference? I don't think so. That's a good call, Kevin. I so mean, Charlotte, uh, no, they're at least so in the East. <laughs> they're going to get what seventy three thousand at that. They're uh, gonna try place up there. They're gonna no, try. We I, were just discussing that. What I, do you think? I, can they do it? Yes, I do think they can do it. Okay. But. Will it last? No. That's what Dave <laughs> They can get one they yeah, game. They can get one game. Yeah. yeah. So We didn't put them up to that, by the way. Can they consistently get 60,000 like we do here or 70,000? Yeah. No. No. So, no, I don't think no. they're going to be a rival. So the <laughs> I got to say Orlando another, because Orlando fans are the worst. Yeah, they, they really are the are worst. Terrible. I agree. I have another ATL on fire trivia question for you. Ready? Yes. True or false? If I'm an MLS player, and in game one I get a yellow card, and then I have five consecutive games of no yellow cards, will my first yellow card be erased? No. That was a no? No. You're incorrect. There's a good behavior rule, which I was good reading question. the guidelines. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who knew that? Has anybody had that happen ever? I don't know. We've never heard Is of it. Is it possible Is to it go possible? five games without a card? It was LGP, that would have never been possible, right? <laughs> or, or Dobbs or you. <laughs> nah, no way. Or your playing days. Yeah, you're not going five hey, days. Uh, hey. You're not going uh. five days without another yellow. Oh. Put Mark on. Mark's five hours. Mark's going to join. join yeah, hours. throw the headphones on. Come on. We've got an ATL on fire trivia question for you. Thanks for having Come me, on. guys. <laughs> Come on. Throw, Mark. We're trying to entice more tailgaters. Yeah. Stop me. So, hey, we've, we've got Mark on the podcast here. Huge ATL on fire fan. Who won the supporter shield last year? Um, that would have been. Uh, in the you east on, or the putting, west? Putting you on we'll the spot. take either. Oh, well, if it's the west, wasn't it Colorado? Oh, I don't know. Now now you've thrown it back on me. I only thought there was one <laughs> supporter shield. Am I wrong on that? No, yeah, uh, you're right. There's only yeah, one. There's so, only one. Okay. It was, it was, who, who won it with the best record? Yeah. It was Colorado, I thought. It was New England. Oh, no, you've the Reds. That's right. They ran away with it under Bruce Arena. That's right, because they were the big shock when they went out. Yeah. So do you think we're going to win today? I don't know. I haven't seen our starting lineup, so. We're t it doesn't look great. What, run through our starting lineup again. What was it? You know, I mean, I think the back four is for sure, you know, going to be Gutman on the left. It's going to be Campbell and um, and um, Campbell and Robinson in the middle. And then the question is out wide on the right. Are we going to have um, Brooks Lennon? Is he really even available? Or is it going to be Hernandez? I think 
maybe both we were talking about maybe both are going to be available and then you might see Hernandez playing behind Brooks Lennon but in any case the midfield is decimated right so there's no Sosa there's no Almada there's maybe Maybe Moreno (laughs) maybe if he makes it then obviously he's in the lineup Um, if not it's just Araujo Jose too um, I, I am sure you're going to see the debut of Osvaldo um, and obviously Martinez up top. So, Mark Gillespie, you've been a, a season ticket holder since when? Since the beginning. Since yeah. the beginning, yeah. right? Um, diehard Atlanta United fan. Absolutely. What, what got you uh, into get, getting season tickets at Atlanta? Well, um, actually, um, my husband was the one that mentioned it. Uh, he said, when we heard about the team coming, he said, you know, do you want to get season tickets? I mean, I played soccer growing up yeah. and into college and everything, and he didn't follow it at all. So he had never actually been to a game. And I said, well, yeah, heck yeah, I'd like to get tickets. That'd be great. So we got him, and it just he got the bug immediately. The yeah. first game of Tech, he was just all over it. So you see the uh, Did you get one of these uh, blankets? Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. Did. yeah. So we got yeah, the, those are pretty cool, the Bobby Dodd uh, backdrop here. And but, what's your typical tailgate routine? Do you come and tailgate, or do you just go to straight to the stadium? No, we. It, just, it depends. Most of the time, we try to tailgate. We try to get over here and hang out with resurgence or whomever. Whoever's got some beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They like that. Yeah, that's usually our routine. So. Uh, well, I put you on the spot here. Thanks for no, thank you so much for uh, doing like the podcast. I'm I couldn't think of New England. I feel like I'm yeah, on. That's, that's <laughs> right. It's tough on the spot. It's All right, guys. beer. We'll see you in there. All right, thanks, man. All right. Um, what else do we got going on here? Before we, uh, we're doing the power, by the way, on the remote podcast. We could probably go a full hour here, looks like. It's remarkable. Um, Who knew? Technology. Um, Turned off the third mic. That sounds a little bit better. Um, There. Look at that. (laughs) See? You know, even. uh, even I'm going to put you to work. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, For those of you wondering what just happened, as I was able to turn down that microphone on the soundboard. But so that's not usually my thing. I'm usually. Yeah, we're we're going to train you up. Well, we're also talking. So the lighting in the podcast we did on Wednesday night, I don't don't know if you watched, it was awful. We look like uh, a little ghoulish. So I apologize. We're going to get the lighting correct in the basement. Hey, uh, you know, sometimes we, it's got to be a little dark. Yeah. Right, right? <laughs> no, we actually, we had the light, the light was too much on us, so mm. we figured out the way that the lights are. It needs to, oh, I see. We, yeah, we've got it. And I forgot the, the back lighting too, which makes a big difference. So are you saying our future is so bright that, yeah, no. we're going to be a little, we're going to be a little more attractive, uh, which okay. is hard to believe on, uh, the, on the next one. Is it possible to make you more attractive, Mikey? Oh, you know, I mean, I for it, me, I think it's a, it's a lost cause, the, but you the know, dad for you, bod is in full effect. man. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. So what can you see out in the, in the parking lot? What's, what's, what? How are we doing yeah, I for mean, ATL fans, right? We, so it's now one fifteen, right? We're uh, an hour and 45 minutes to go before kickoff. We're coming to you from right behind the Elliott Street Pub. So, so um, you know, in the future, if you want to come down and check the podcast, we might be doing it. But Well, first off, you know, it's not really dumping rain, which I was kind of expecting. To, Praise, yes. Um, so thankfully, it's, it hasn't been um, too nasty. It hasn't been too cold. I thought it was going to be a little more chilly. Than it was too. It's actually pretty comfortable. It's not here. too bad. It's 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 really not too bad. Um, I don't know. At, at first, I thought it was going to be extremely busy, but maybe that's going to happen in the next 15 minutes here. Yeah, I think in the next 45 minutes, it's going to be chaos around here. But um, so um, 
Yeah, I mean. Hey, Kevin, did the truck go off again? Uh, <laughs> no, it's still running. He's right by the tailpipe. <laughs> I don't know if I got anything else, Dave, but uh, you hit me with with a question. Hit you with a question. You know, what's your uh, your favorite um, tailgate uh, memory from Atlanta United? Right? Do you have a favorite uh, it's, moment? It's still the first one. It the was. First one. It was the one that uh, Bobby Dodd. I had bought season tickets through you uh, as a right. se- secret from my wife, who's over here talking about buying another jersey today. She's a huge fan now. Um, it was just that that whole first kind of vibe of uh, people who are fans of soccer in Atlanta. Um, right behind the AT&T building, it was uh, a great tailgate. Right in Midtown, you know, saw over a by bunch, the varsity. You know, it's a great, it's a great uh, place to see people you don't see all the time, too, you know, that come down here. And I see friends from high school I haven't seen in years, so it's a great spot every few months to catch up with people. I remember in that tailgate that um, <laughs> we were flipping burgers and dogs, and... Uh, the guys who came next to us, Ooh. who subsequently became our friends from per- from Peru, owns a yeah. Peruvian restaurant, and came and started sautéing up these steaks or whatever. Yeah. And we were like, man, we yeah, well, got I, I think you own a carniceria. Yeah. Like on, uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, they, uh, up on Buford Highway. We did right, a little cultural and trade back and forth. Yeah, there. we're like, we'll trade you a hamburger <laughs> or a hot dog for one of those. And then, then we upped our game, right? So uh, we set out to make our, our, our game better, and we tried a, a series of recipes and came up with our Atlanta United flank steak. Yeah, um, so good. Which is uh, it's a soy sauce, and it's um, garlic, and it's got some red wine vinegar, and... Um, some black pepper and honey mm. um, on a flank steak. We marinate that for two days, and they're cooking that right over there somewhere. Matt Newt, where's the flank steak? I haven't put on the flank steak yet. I guess they're waiting for that as the uh, as the, the the final course. We're just in the appetizer phase, right? Just the tacos, right? Yeah. Quentin, have you had, is any food coming off the uh, off the grill yet? Yeah, there's grilled steak. Um, the grilled steak is up now. Okay. And then the tacos are coming. We're just talking about Dave's Dave's secret recipe on the flank steak. Which is tremendous. I've yeah. had it before. Yeah. Do you have a favorite tailgating moment, Quentin? Um, just any time I'm with you, Dave. I think that's my favorite. <laughs> He's sucking up, dear podcast listeners. He's just hoping to get the flank steak. <laughs> I'll get some flank steak. Are you drinking Bud Light there? Well, I actually Googled to see who was the number one beer in Missouri. Uh-huh. It's Bud Light. It's Bud Light. So I Did got you Bud really Light. pick by what's the best no, what's beer the, in our opponent's state? Not the best. The number one number beer. Number one. Most popular. Yeah, yeah, right. So I couldn't find any, like, local craft beer. There's, a, like, a company called Boulevard from Kansas City. Yeah, so Boulevard's good. So I just went good. with Bud Light. Boulevard. But Boulevard's... Um, and I can drink Bud Light all day long. You know, there's no no side effects. What's, what's your prediction for the score today? Uh, it's going to be three. Three for us. Three for us. Three for the goods. And how many for the, the bad, the Kansas City's? I'm going to say two. Three, two. That would be a, that'd be a bad. We did poach Dom Dwyer from them, right? <laughs> no, that was Orlando, I think. But he yeah. was at Kansas City. Yeah, originally before. he started at Kansas okay. City. Quinton's showing the deep knowledge of then the he, MLS. Then he was just Dom Dwyer. He's my favorite and then player. He was, and then he was at Toronto. <laughs> and he's married to um, U.S. No, national team. They're divorced. Player. They're divorced? They oh, did. God. I see, it up. now you found my weakness, uh, right? The gossip page is, <laughs> I have no well, idea. I looked it up because I saw that we signed him, and I'm like, I wonder why we did that and 
but so I just looked at the back. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, Wait, I have a question. Is that when his scoring stopped? When he got divorced? Did it ever start? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I loved it when he was Eggs. at Orlando because exactly. you know he wasn't going to finish. So, yes. So yeah. It was, no it was like, oh, he's right in front of the goal. It worked, no. it worked really hard though. Yeah. Really hard. We could just double team everybody else and it leave worked. him open. He's like Kubo. Yeah. It's it's the definition of insanity. It's yeah. like, why do we keep doing this? Yeah. The same player. <laughs> yeah. No. Same player. We like, were talking about on the podcast. You want to tell him when the last time he's that Don Dwyer scored a goal? 2019. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's it. That's a good signing, right? But he was injured too. Yeah, but so still. doesn't matter. It's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Two years of not scoring a goal. I believe that's that a big that Joseph Martinez scored goals even when he was injured and not playing. It's true. He scored thir- thirteen <laughs> last year. Yeah. Right? He yeah. scored um, with a broken leg. Yeah. Yeah. He scored over 10, I know that. So it was yeah. 11 or 12, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe 13. I don't know. Yeah, on half, on half a leg. Yes, he was like 65%. Yeah, just yeah. get him in the box. Yeah. He'll score. So you're saying you don't think Don Dwyer is going to outscore Joseph Martinez? It, over what period of time? If you give Dom, you know, 30 games, Joseph's three games, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So, no, I... I hope there's no Dom going back to the there. original. Do you really ha- do you have a, a true favorite tailgating moment or Atlanta United history moment? An Atlanta United history moment? I mean, you were there at the final, right when we won it all, MLS Cup. That's probably my favorite. It was, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty deep <laughs> in, so I'm not sure. Yeah, that was that was a big blur. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fun. We did win. Yes. Just just to remind you, Clinton, in case, you know. We're going to win again. So, yeah, what's your prediction for this season? Where are we going to finish? Oh, uh, near the top, and we'll get in the playoffs. That's what we were saying. We'll see, yeah. we'll see how the season ends. I said know. second in the overall table or in, in our conference. Does it concern okay. you that so many players are not available today? Yes, it does. And But, you know, I mean. That's what always happens at the beginning, right? And Kansas City, I think, has been playing in the Champions League, so they're probably yes. pretty fresh. One of the things I was interested in, in thinking about, right, is that, you know, so with Atlanta United being this really ambitious club, right, where we're signing young and trying to move players on, and so there's constantly going to be some flux. And one thing that happens when you have that and you don't have a team coming back like Kansas City does, right, there's always a problem at the beginning of the season, right, you know, because you're trying to get everybody incorporated, whatever. And... Um, um, my worry is Atlanta United has they they play as you know because I know you're you're a fan of the MLS rules and all the craziness right they play all these crazy games where they try to get an extra international they send somebody off to Argentina to get a visa last minute or a green card so that we can bring in another international and when you constantly do that on top of moving players on is the ownership, is the leadership, Bocanegra and Eels, are they setting us up every year for a slow start? Are they putting the coach behind the eight ball by doing that? Because, it, you know, you can you can argue it away one year. You can argue it away two years. But we keep doing this, and we've That's had a, a couple point. of slow starts, right? It well, seems to be their formula. That's for sure. Well, yeah, and I love the formula. If you're a coach, you got to love that because eventually that means that he's going to bring you an Almada, and he's going to bring you um, the guy who they're trying to sign right now. Yeah, um, it's not going to happen, I believe. Dupin? Yeah, Dupai. Not going to come? Uh, Matt Noop was saying no from his his readings. Well, I mean, Miles I thought Robinson. that that was the reason to clear an international spot is to try to get to pie at the last minute. Yeah, well, it's but, good they ship Barco off, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, they've got Miles Robinson playing international, too, coming up, so there's going to be that 
that always that was interrupting things last year too. Yeah, and that that you gotta love, right? You know, you have no problem with us having players that do really well and become U.S. internationals and, and miss games. MLS, you gotta understand, it's a summer season, so it overlaps with some international breaks. That's always gonna happen. It's gonna everybody's gonna deal with that, and we're built to deal with that, right? You know, so yeah. when Robinson goes away, we have Alan Franco and George Campbell. Campbell. It should be okay. That I'm okay with, and you can, yeah. you know, as a fan, you want that to happen because that means your players are good, right? Yeah. Well, and Lennon might go too. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think the craziness about the preseason and trying to play all these games, on top of being the kind of club that's selling and moving on, I'm just worried that you're setting up, you know, every year for a slow start. Yeah. Well, I think most of the teams in the league are in a similar position, though, aren't they? I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're playing the kind of as many games. They don't have the money to try and sign the three designated players and the two extra internationals and the young international. They can't, so they don't. They're not having to do all that. Right, the smaller club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Well, I don't know. Even New England the other day looked like they were kind of right out of the gates playing the way they were last year. You know? Yeah, full side. They got their starting lineup yeah. at least, right? Um, so. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm still very worried about who our real 90-minute starter is behind Joseph Martinez now that we apparently aren't going to sign this other guy. It's not Dom Dwyer. It's not Jackson Conway, or it could be, but he hasn't. he's got to show us that he can do it. Well, the answer is if Martinez goes down for any length of period of time, it's a false nine, right? Yeah. And so Araujo. then it becomes probably Moreno. Moreno as the false nine yeah. or Araujo, but probably Moreno, and then they got the dynamic players behind them. Yeah. Um, so that's okay. Um, I'd rather have a true, um, you know, outstanding um, backup, you know, striker, you know. Because the other thing is, if you don't have a true backup striker, then you kind of have to start Martinez like every game. And he could use some rest occasionally. Some rotation. No, we were just saying, so, uh, yeah, sorry, I turned on your mic because it was a little, getting a little feedback. Um, no, I, check your phone. We got any updates there? No, I don't think we have yeah. a lineup yet. I, yeah, I can I refresh the Twitter, but um, yeah, you can see, dear podcast listeners, that um, everybody has the same you know concerns every time, right? Um, the lineup coming out a little late, not knowing who the injured players are, right? Yeah. It's not just us. The parking lot's still not really uh, filled out here. It's not hopping yet, but it's yeah. it's it's filling up. Yeah. More that's than I for thought. Sure. Well, the rain held off, which is great. I thought it was supposed to rain until 3, so we, we're getting a little lucky. Yeah, and there's no lineup yet on the Twitters. Well, Dave, I don't know about you, but my stomach's starting to rumble a little bit. Yep, I think we might be reaching the end of our very first inaugural tailgate podcast. Well, first off, we did this in the rain, which I was a little sketched out to do with bringing... Yeah, you took a little bit of persuading, but yeah. you know, kudos to you for coming through. And kudos to you for pushing me. Quentin, thank you for, for joining. And uh, yeah, so we'll do this again. It's going to be way more fun on a sunny day where we can get some of the uh, the fans on the microphone, bring them over here. This was more of a, just a little bit of a pilot, see if we could even do it. Um, Talk about it all. The battery pack is at 75%, so that means that we could probably do this for about a two-hour 
podcast if we wanted to. Yeah, I think maybe um, we'll think about maybe even doing a live one. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I I think uh, we'll figure out how to get Wi-Fi. That shouldn't be too hard. The phone should be able to do that somehow. Yeah. So There's some black magic that we can use. <laughs> All you podcast listeners out there, we'll see you in the game. Let's hope for a, for a good start, not the slow start that I'm predicting. Yes. Thank you for listening. And this is ATL on Fire Podcast. Ring the bell, subscribe, tell a friend. Stay with us.